few hours have passed since the time the tribe would have expected sunrise. The tribe huddles in their tents, beseeching to Urak and Zazarun, asking what they have done to be punished like this. So Summer Snow calls a meeting, and the entire tribe fills the elders' cavern. It is packed tightly with bodies and is very warm, and Summer Snow, despite her own fears and worries, delivers a speech to try to calm everyone's nerves. She explains how the gods and spirits have their own business, and that it is unlikely to be the giant's tooth tribe who are at fault here. For a second you see her eye linger on you three, and then she continues with her speech. She outlines a plan she has formed with Frozen Claw. Half of his best hunters will trek out into the giant lands to see if they can find anything that would explain what has happened. The other half will stay close to the camp and encircle it to defend it from anyone who may approach at this time. The energy in the hall seems to quell slightly, and the tribe seems slightly pacified. And as the masses are ushered out, Summer Snow asks you three to stay behind. You were the last members of the tribe to be outside the camp before the celebration. Did you see anything at all? Did something go wrong with Wandering Mist's burial? I didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Summer Snow, there there was many odd happenings on our journey. Um, Firstly, we encountered a living skeleton. Okay. Um, (laughs) Uh, Where did you encounter this skeleton? Um, At the burial site. I believe someone hadn't been buried properly or in Uh, time. Yes, that sounds like quite likely to be the case. We've heard stories of this happen before, although not not for many, many, many years. Um, Have we... Should we not mention the incident with the bear men? Yes, has this, that was going has to be this my come next. up yet? <laughs> yeah. right. It has not. No, you, you have not talked to anyone mm. about what you mm. what you did and saw out there, and what some of you, one of you, may have gained. <laughs> uh, and we, then, yeah, and, and then white white birds met our our grand spirit oh, himself. Wow. Yeah, he was lovely. Yeah? Yeah. Gave me a present. It was really cool. He gave you something? Yeah. Look, shiny rock. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I have no sense of decorum whatsoever. (laughs) I feel like like White Bird is not awed in the slightest. (laughs) No. A piece of Zazarin's light. What what does this mean? What could this mean? Well, it means you'd have to worry about the sun coming up because I think this will handle it. So (laughs) it funnily enough came in very handy when we came on our way home. Uh, we encountered two bear men. Well, a bear, bear man and a bear woman. They Where were was this? Very Just unwell. Outside the tribe? Yes, on the plains. And as, as Fang is saying this, I'm like pointing at my own body. They're like all this. <laughs> Which you painted like, yeah. You're like a PowerPoint presentation. I'm sort of <laughs> yeah, pointing yeah. at different parts. <laughs> like a flowchart. Yeah. And, and the transitions are me like turning like <laughs> yeah. 90, 90 degrees or so. The spot passive. Is it like a zoetrope? But it comes to life, like <laughs> animation style. It's so, like waving my hands back and forth across like the images. Yeah. Like uh, Oh, I see to create a sort of uh, like yeah, a, animated yeah, effect. Yeah, like a, ooh. It's not working. Ooh, oh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I stop that. I can't see it very well. <laughs> um, yes, they they appeared to be infected with some sort of black illness that was bubbling uh, from from their skin. Oh, so you certainly saw some things while you were <laughs> yes. out there. Yes, we we luckily managed to use the stone to to remove some of the infection or at least alleviate it for some time. But they sadly both died. Ah, oh, this is a this is a lot to take in. Mm. Um, we were, we were going to mention it sooner, but everyone seemed so happy before the inevitable, not yeah. the inevitable before you know that happened. I was yeah. like pointing Point up. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, I appreciate it. Well, I mean, okay, uh, there's a few things to work through here. A piece, a piece of Zazarin's light. 
firstly. Yeah. And you should say that louder as well because the effect's really cool. <laughs> Zazaroon's light? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... So we're good, right? Yeah, yeah we're like, fine. Yeah. Just as the world goes dark, you are granted light. Yeah, so I think you're probably right in that it clearly wasn't our fault. No. Yes, I think we need to... We need to maybe draw a clear line between those two events saying like they were kind of like unconnected shall we say like i mean certainly unconnected at from fault but i think you are all connected to this this is this is destiny calling you 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 have been given his light at a time that we are without light you are clearly a light bringer you are clearly destined to help us all get through this disaster I assume cool. you're, you're kind of saying that more to, uh, uh, to White, White Bird. Bird. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> and friends. <laughs> the other two. And then bear men, deep in the giant lands, who never, never tread this far, never come close to, to our tribe's like, grounds at all. We have a long agreement on this, and you know we have, no, we have no bad blood with them, but at the same time, we have no reason to step into each other's lands. This is, this is strange. They live high in the mountains to the south of here. They've come very far to be where you saw them. And then on top of that, you say a black shadow-like infection in them that was dispelled by the, the stone of light. Mm-hmm. I have heard stories of these, of this sort of thing. Um, the storytellers know a lot more about this, although they wouldn't ever tell anyone that they did. Um, did you manage to learn anything about how the bear men were infected the way they were? Oh, yeah, they said they had the other rock. The other rock? Yeah, they said they had a black rock. And so, and we had the shiny rock. So they got uh, the other one. And, but they said they were all dead already. So I'm guessing the rock's just like sitting in the middle of the land there. Like it's probably, there's no one left for it to infect, I imagine. Oh, goodness. <laughs> they seem pretty happy about being dead. Did they? I mean, yeah, they, 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 they went off. They seemed happy. Just remind, <laughs> were they all definitely dead, to it, our knowledge? Yeah. Or did you just see some? dead didn't he say that basically there was no one left and he and his wife had left and you did see a procession land. didn't yeah. you of spirits yeah but they're always there okay the spirit the, pro- the procession of spirits is always there of people just dying all okay. the time all around mm. the world um he um i can't remember exactly what i said but i'm pretty sure that what i said was that he thinks that everyone is dead <laughs> because uh he's seen he's seen the, the sort of fallout of this um summer snow says it seems to me that i have a quest for you three Our hunters are consumed with defence and the discovery within the immediate area. But with what you know, I think there's a mission of diplomacy. We must find out what happened, what happened to the bear men of the Frosted Ibex tribe, and offer our help if we can, if only to find out what happened to ensure no one else like us is affected and maybe we can solve this whole thing. Um, You'll need to be careful, especially if they've been affected by this darkness. Be careful of them, be careful of how they may now act, if indeed there are any of them left, but that's something we need to know as well. Um, And of course, be careful of the darkness itself. So, White Bird, Urak has chosen you to be Lightbringer, to save our tribe, the giant lands, and maybe even all the valleys beyond. You are the only one who carries this light, and as such, this seems to be your quest. I mean, it's not like glued to me or anything. Somebody else can have it if they want. But you've given it by Urak himself. I mean, he clearly trusts you. He clearly... Decides you're the one to have it. I suppose. I mean, nobody else was asking, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Long night. This may be the greatest story ever to be told, but also a quest of hardship and travel, the kind of which the other storytellers are not able enough for. It must be you, and I will recommend that we dedicate an entire cavern to your story when you return. 
I uh, I'm I'm just gonna nod. Mm. Like, yeah. <laughs> and Fang, this is a dire situation, and not one we should relish as a godsend or a gift. But when you were found needing of a calling, the sun didn't rise. And if that isn't a call for a hero and a leader to take their right to becoming an elder, then I don't know what is. What did you do to the sun? Yeah, very, very, <laughs> it's very cautious, convenient, isn't it? Very cautiously skirting around the word blame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awfully convenient. I'm just saying. Summer Snow says, All I did for my trial was to find Dancing Claw when he'd wandered far from the tribe and angered the spirits in the process. And it was tough, but it was it was nothing like this. Yeah, the skeleton didn't seem happy with him either. Weird that. Yeah, just for yeah. a second, like uh, you see Long Night, and he's got like all his like formulas and like, uh, <laughs> except they're written in like cave paintings. Yeah, he's just getting, like uh, these little things like dancing claw. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, so well, you he's s- connected to everything. <laughs> yes, now that you say this, he was the one charged with the previous burial, and you saw a skeleton of an angered spirit. We did. I'll have to have words with him. Not if we have words. First. <laughs> but I say that as a soliloquy to the audience so you can't hear Yeah, me. yeah, kind of fourth wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so stop responding. You didn't hear that. No, I didn't. No. But as Stonemaster. Oh. <laughs> Curse you. <laughs> you must not tell anyone in the tribe where you're going. Even the storytellers, Long Night. If it's widely known what you know, there will be panic and confusion. Prepare yourself for the journey ahead and then slip out without a word. I will explain to the hunters that you are leaving so they do not stop you. I mean, um, Elder, I I have to I have to contribute my because I've still got like my current markings and paintings from the adventure we just had. Mm. It's like I have to transfer that to the, the pool of knowledge. Like are you saying I should edit stuff out that I should <laughs> redact some of that information? I mean, maybe can you tell this story later? Add it to the greater saga when you return? rather than tell it now when it could endanger the situation. I guess it would be wrong to record a half truth. Summer Snow just smiles and like, <laughs> nods like yeah, really I'm, knowing I'm, 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 I'm like testing it in my head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did we just invent PR? <laughs> this is spin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it spin. Um okay, I think I think I could make that work. I think I Is it called spin because like Long night was spinning on the spot. Yeah, yeah, Earlier. that's right. Yeah. yeah, this is another new concept we've invented. <laughs> it's amazing what we're doing. That's great. Just like a couple of days, really. Um, she then uh, says, "Long night, come closer." I, I come closer. Cool. She yeah. puts her thumb into some turquoise dye that she has in a bowl next to her, and you haven't seen a dye this color anywhere. And she smears a line horizontally across your forehead. <laughs> now the storytellers will tell you things you haven't heard before. You may mention the half shadows to them, but nothing more. And the half shadows are the um, the infected mm. uh, darkness people. Did I just get like a key card? <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Yeah, the turquoise key card. <laughs> <laughs> like doors will open. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, and sort of with that, she, um, you know, uh, sort of bows and acknowledges the fact that this is a this is a completely unusual and and, and brand new situation. And you leave the hall and are are back out in the tribe again. And you have a few places you can go, as you know, um, and a few things you can do before you want to head out. So by all means... Can can I I just ask something? Mm. Obviously, uh, it's now pitch black. Yes. Like, uh, everything is... uh, And do we have any sense of whether this is now meant to be, like, morning or afternoon or if we just lost... Um, This, well, this would be a couple of hours after what would have been sunrise. 
Right. Because that's the time that you all realise that the sun wasn't rising. I imagine it's getting, like, cold, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, true. Yeah, it's definitely cold. Yeah. And you were probably dressed for, like, midsummer days at this point. And are there, like, fires burning or anything? like? There's a big, big fire which was left over from the celebration for the solstice, which had started to go down, but they've since reignited. Yeah. And there are many fires around the camp as well. And, like, a general... I imagine people are pretty scared. Like, there's a real... There's a lot of huddling and hiding away. There's not much noise in the camp, really. There's a weird, unsettling sort of silence everywhere, and then just murmuring here and there and things. So, this is bad. This is pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not ideal. <laughs> I mean, seems okay to me. Whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I, I'm going to assume this is some great wisdom... Of the shamans here speaking through you, young person here. Well, I mean, the sun really hurts me, so this is kind of fine. (laughs) (laughs) I would keep that kind of talk to yourself. (laughs) Like, if suddenly you're you're going around saying, oh, damn the sun, which I now have in my pocket, like, that's kind of throw him off a cliff talk. You know, that's not good. (laughs) But as we found out, it's a really long walk to the cliff, so... It's really hard as well. Yeah, yeah. I think we're probably fine. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think uh, White Bird is probably going to go straight, like just beeline for the totem in the centre of the tribe. Okay, um, yeah. I'm intending to go and just like try and talk to Uruk again. Okay, Can yeah. Sure. Um, oh, Fang, mm. I mean, before you do your thing, the little precocious <laughs> hit that she is, um, I, 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 I kind of like turn to Fang and I'm like, I almost with like a despairing gesture, like, what 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 do we do here? Uh, I guess we we keep a clear head, we prepare ourselves, and we just believe, try and try and stay hopeful. Okay. All is not lost. Okay. We can do this. But in the short term, what mm. do we do? Oh, God, I've got no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here. I'm... She's just wondering. Yeah. Do we follow Her Majesty? <laughs> I think we've got no choice. I want, I, if I'm to become an elder, I've just got to do this ridiculous mission. <laughs> Great. I'm glad we have such wonderful moments. Oh, fine, fine. Uh, I, um, Shouldn't like, you go, like, bash your forehead against some doors to see if they open? Or <laughs> Mm. <laughs> well, I'm going to accompany you just for a second I, but I am going to grab a um, from like a hut or I'm going to grab like a like a, a shawl or something sure We. I mean you could um, there are basically winter clothes yeah um, I'm thinking less less like dressing for the thing and more mm-hmm. like until I can do something about the scuff on my body, uh, I, I, see. I, I cover it. I'm just gonna like hastily just throw something around my shoulders, just to like I don't want to start this, spread this propaganda. Yeah, all this. Yeah, I know this might be a bit much. He said, making circular it's not motions. Even painted, yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> your body is just too much. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, you you obviously know where you your tents are, where you live, and you mm-hmm. can grab. Uh, these sorts of things from those places as you head towards the centre if you want. But Fang, I think I, from I just for the time being at least, I'm thinking, going to follow Whitebird mm-hmm. just at least for a minute or two because I'm still feeling a bit kind of unsettled about all this. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And if she's going into the spirit land again, mm. <laughs> you know, last yeah. time she came back with the sun, I want to see what goes <laughs> at this time. But as you as you go, Fang just puts her hand on your shoulder and just like, 
it will be okay. With Uruk's strength, we will make this right. And I've got softness of the otter, so I want to kind of channel some of that comforting. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Comfort. So yeah, that's that's a, an affinity with people, isn't mm. it? That and, it? and it allows you to comfort um, harsh and negative emotions, and it yeah. can even heal as well if you can spend an hour with someone. But obviously, that's not this situation right mm. now. Well, you know, I do, I do actually feel a little reassured. Good. Well, we have, I mean, it's like a mutual respect kind of moment. Mm. Oh, nice. mm. I'm going mm. now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you're going to head to the totem in the yep, middle. Yep. Yeah. And uh, as you've seen it before, it's a big carving of Urak himself. It's not like, um, it's not especially representative. It's, it's vertical. It's like a carved tree trunk mm-hmm. almost. So it's like a sort of compressed <laughs> mammoth. His head's at the top and his body comes down below. And it's been covered in drawings by the storyteller, some of which are probably long night's drawings as well. And there's, um, a, it sits in a base. Uh, sort of like of uh, piled rocks to hold it vertical. And then around that is a sort of kind of hastily, roughly put together pool of water as well, which people tend to like sometimes bathe in and wash over themselves to feel like a blessing from Iraq himself. Cool. Mm. Uh, it's cold, so I'm going to stay on the outside of the pool. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a big pool, kind of like a fountain in the middle of a shopping mall, that sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> Mosaics. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, lots of coins in there from wishes that people have made. So, what, I, what I'm intending to do is basically just kind of set myself up, prepare myself for going into the trance okay, here. Fine. Um, yeah. So, I want to get my mammoth totem out and like set it up in front of the bigger totem. You're just trying like, to stack all of your. Yeah, like, I'm just like. This is kind of important, so I'm going to like sure. really try and do this. Okay, okay. Um, and yeah, and then I'm going to go into a trance. Right, well, I think. Do you uh, want. I think um... I seem to have misplaced my dice. Oh. Oh, that's embarrassing. Um, uh, I, I have, have some dice. Ah, there are some dice in here. I can grab yeah, some okay, dice in there. Yeah, you sure? You're yep, right. I've got two, and I've cool. got my. My extra powerful dice. Brilliant. Okay. I, I mean, I, do you want like my painty bonuses or something? Or I could you... go for painty bonuses if you're. Is this like kind of I mean, like. I think at this point, you were way behind Max me. is out. Like she's yeah. in front of a totem to Urak, and then she also has a smaller totem of Urak in front of her as well. Like this is sensory overload. <laughs> brain might explode. That <laughs> uh, is. Uh, can't read all of a sudden. Sorry. 13. There you go. Yeah. 13. 13. 13 plus 2 for my focus. Oh, so that's yeah, course, 15. Yeah. And then I do I get anything for being in front of the totem itself? Um, We could say another plus 1 for that, I suppose. Yeah. So 16. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, I see all. <laughs> the trance is a success and it only takes 10 minutes to slip into it. So, do you guys are you gonna guys gonna stay with her while she trances? I no, I will be going to back to my little cave room. Okay, fine. um, Because I want to start preparing some um, potiony goodness pieces. Okay, fine. And and you know what? Like, I'm gonna watch her trance, and 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 as she kind of slips under, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna leave as well. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, I didn't ask you of you to come. No, I just (laughs) we've been through so much in such a short space of time, and I'm I'm technically meant to be recording this junk. like I'll come back later you recorded them going into it yeah so So I'm going to head off towards the um, the storytellers okay fine great well in that case we'll deal with uh, Whitebird first sure Um, so as per usual you're getting very used to this now this sort of slipping into the the place where you feel more receptive and your third eye almost opens up and you are faced with a choice of talking trying to talk to the spirits or trying to talk to the dead uh, I think the spirits are the ones that might probably know what the hell's going on at this point. And specifically, you would like to speak to Urak himself. If he's around, if but, you know, I'll deal with his secretary. If he's not available, <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> um, he, uh, you, you sort of reach out with your mind, 
and um, you realise that he's he's not coming to you the way he did when you were at the top of the tree when you rolled an insane amount of dice and <laughs> did incredibly well. Um, <laughs> but but you are connected with his sort of um, you can feel his aura. You recognise it from when you met him before, and he is he is present in a way, just maybe not visually present to you at this point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to have a good look around. Okay. In, in like, because I'm guessing it's, it looks all misty. At the yes. Moment. So is it, there anything that looks solid? Um, there's nothing that looks solid. The only thing that catches your eye is um, a shining light, but in the distance, mm. really, really far in the distance, um, and it's in the mountains, uh, miles south of the Giant's Tooth tribe. And you can see the mountains normally on, on a clear day. Mm-hmm. And they're just a range of misty mountains far, far, far away. Um, and you know that uh, the uh, Elder Summer Snow told you that the Frosted Ibex tribe is that way. Mm-hmm. And you also know that if you were to focus on this light, you may be able to learn something else. Okay. In that case, I will try to do that. Okay. Um, again, it feels as though it's Urak guiding your hand, despite the fact that you can't see him specifically. Mm-hmm. You feel as though it's him who's who's giving you kind of what he can at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost like your vision telescopically zooms in across that distance. And you, for a second, very hazily, very misty, you can see the Frosted Ibex tribe. Ah. Um, and you can see uh, it's sort of nestled high in the mountains. There's snow mm-hmm. around, um, so that's how high it must be. Um, and there are tents, and there are people toing and throwing. Okay. And you can there aren't many, um, and but you can see a white light in the core of sort of each of them, so you sort of mm-hmm. know they're alive. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Um, we know that the bear men in general are kind of share similar sort of tribe structures to us. Yes. Is there a Charmony tent or something. <laughs> um, not that you can see. No. Would not, I know anything not... about their kind of like religious practices, as it were? Like you wouldn't actually. No. 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 Um, we. You... I know they prefer to be like covered in rocks rather than yeah. eaten by birds. But <laughs> as a, as generally as a as a tribe, you haven't really had much contact with them. You sort of know they exist. And I think there's a general assumption that they are wilder mm. than you. Um, that they're sort of a bit rough and a bit uncivilized in comparison to what you might call civilization. Um, but no, the camp actually looks quite a lot like yours. Mm. There's similar, very similar looking tents, a lot of skins around, fire in the middle, small fire, but mm-hmm. yeah, fire nonetheless. All right, I'm going to kind of wander around the camp a bit, mm, okay. if I can, and yes, try can. and head towards the, the light and just kind of shout a bit to see if anyone can actually hear me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to go, hello. Um... <laughs> Hi, uh, I've just sort of um, apparently flown here. That's nice. Um, anybody hear me? Anybody? Like maybe I'll try and poke a few white light blobs of mm-hmm. people, like yeah. to see if I can kind of like nudge them. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Like hello. I know. Hello. I know we're not in this scene, but like, is there nothing like overtly creepy about this place? Like, like, aren't we led to believe like it was like? All corrupted and junk. Well, I mean, that's kind of why I'm guessing the light might have something to do with that. Mm. But. Well, the light is, it's almost as though the light was Urak telling you to look mm. here and catching your attention. And now you're here. The light, there's just small glowing orbs of light within every mm. living person. So it's like you're seeing their spirits from afar. Mm. Um, but walking around, you can't, they can't hear you. Uh, they don't react at all to your presence. Um, and when you try and touch them, you pass 
through them. They are made of mist. It's almost like you are as well. Mm-hmm. What you do notice is that they also seem panicked, mm-hmm. scared, um, and you think the tribe would probably hold, the camp would probably hold about 30, 40 people. You maybe see about six or seven people mm-hmm. there. Uh, there's a, there is a very real sense of something has happened in yeah. terms of people are missing. Okay. Uh, I, I don't quite know how this works from this angle, but how do I speak to an animal? Um, that would be, it would, I guess it would sort of be, as you were reaching out the initial part mm-hmm. of your trance, an animal might listen to your call. And that has kind of happened with Iraq now. Yeah. So you kind of are talking with him now and okay. he's showing you this. Okay. So you couldn't you couldn't switch focus at this point. You'd break the trance and okay. then you wouldn't be able to do it for a while again. So In which case I kind of want to get a bearing on this place. Okay. If I can. Like I want to find some landmark. Like oh, is there sure. a particular peak nearby? Is there um, okay. like a, a, a waterfall or can I see a star that I could aim for? Something that tells me exactly where this group is. That's a really in good the idea. World. So um you you sort of again in your sort of spirit wandering, mm-hmm. you wander around the camp and you you were looking up now, looking high, seeing if you can see something, and you notice that uh not far from the camp, maybe like a two, three minute walk uphill through a, ro- a rocky path, which you can see like snaking away from the camp, um there is a there is a peak. And what you can see by standing sort of at the perimeter of the camp is that there's a cave in that peak. Mm. And as you notice this, it fills you with a weird sense of dread. The cave does. But um, that in itself isn't a landmark. But the peak that the cave is within is a split peak. So it's like it's like the mountain has broken in half. And you realize that actually this may be visible from back at the Giant's Tooth tribe. So if you aim for a split peak you might find the Frosted Ibex tribe camp. Cool. I think that's all information I probably need right now. Okay. So I'm going to hopefully break my trance and not end up disembodied in the middle of <laughs> the uh, mountains. No, you're all good. Your vision sort of like, <laughs> like flies back from the mountains and slams back into your head, which is a little bit weird. Um, and you're back. Cool. Mm. Uh, long night. Oh, you've gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go chasing off after the storytellers. Okay, yeah. fine. <laughs> Well, in that case, let's go to the storytellers for now. Let's go to Long Night. Sure. Um, I think uh, Long Night is gonna he's gonna head back up to the caves mm-hmm. where the story uh, tellers hang out. Mm. But before going into the main area, mm-hmm. he's gonna slip off into like a side cave. Okay. There's a little bit of a warren of caves. Mm. I kind of imagine. Definitely. And I think is, we yeah. kind of established like every surface is covered in stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So he's gonna kind of like slip in through maybe like some of like. Almost like the living quarters. Okay, yeah. Sort of like a monastery almost. Yeah, because yeah. I'm looking... For, Long Night is looking for a quieter corner mm-hmm. of the cave. Okay. Because it's kind of like it goes against his nature to, like, destroy story. a story. Mm. So he's going to transcribe what was on his body onto, like, like a hidden little patch nice. in the cave structure. The idea being that, like, he'll come back to it later. Yep. And when he's got all the facts and put it together. Okay. So I'm going to, he's going to like um, do that quietly. Okay. Can you do then a stealth? Can uh, I, can I do check? a stealth check? <laughs> Is that something you, Long Night, <laughs> are capable of doing? Yeah, I've got a uh, cunning of a weasel. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. This is your jam. How many Sneaking dice into do you your <laughs> So I think I get the one, the one extra dice, I believe. You do indeed. The one extra die, so. Yeah. All right, let's have a look. Uh, that is oh, uh, <laughs> a 12. <laughs> Okay, yeah, no problem at all. Grand, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> like, in, like yeah. the night. <laughs> uh, and then once I've done that, 
I'm going to uh, head back into like the main area. Okay. But I've got kind of like this like little shawl I've kind of thrown on. And without drawing attention to myself, because I imagine like the storytellers are a bit kind of like, what the hell's, like the, sc- the sun's gone. Freaked out at the moment. So they're kind of like painting. Mm. Like, Well, actually, there's only there's only one you can see about at the minute. Oh, good. Yeah. So I'm going to like uh, actually just go and wash. Okay. Like, like I'm going to just go straight and just like kind straight of Straight like, out wash yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I imagine like the washing area is kind of like near the entrance to the cave. So yeah, yeah. only then, once I've kind of like, I feel washed all the the shame and evidence off my body. So you're completely shiny new now, like a blank canvas. Basically, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, now I think I'm ready to, except for my forehead, right? Because I've got that kind of, that new blue stripe. Yeah. 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 Good. So then, who's, who's the storyteller who's, who's around? Uh, A chap called Wild Eye. Wild Eye. Is he high ranking? He, uh, he is. Yes. Mm. He's one of the two most high ranking storytellers. Um, He, uh, you know him well, obviously you know the storytellers very well because you work with them all the time. He is a one eyed, uh, older fella who's hunched over with a stick sort of like your old crusty wizard sort of man and his stick is covered like uh, the, the end is like quite wide and worn and it's covered in ink and he obviously uses it in some ways to help his daubing on the ah. yeah I kind of imagine he as I walk up to him he's got his back to me because he's focusing on his on his mural yeah and I imagine he's like smearing like maybe he's got like these big bowls oh, of yes. paint and he's smearing like a big black kind of streak yeah. across this patch he's working on. Yes. Well, it's like that bit in um, Hero, the film, when he, when the guy's painting, like, a character with a mop. Mm. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, doing calligraphy with a mop. Huge, <laughs> like, like, brush strokes. Yeah. yeah. Big old calligraphy. Yeah. yeah. This I, is big calligraphy. I like <laughs> Calligraphy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm like, uh, Wild Eye, we, we need to... Oh! Oh, God. Maybe jump a bit there, old boy. That was going to be one of those interactions. Oh, old boy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, uh, we we need to talk. And I'm going to gesture to my forehead. The elder's mark. Apparently so. Mm. Mm. Well, what what do you need to know? Uh, (laughs) Just a little weird (laughs) Things are, I think we can both agree, quite dark. Right now, oh, yes. yeah, so yeah. A little story and with telling. that, he like just smears more blood <laughs> into the wall. <laughs> little storytelling humor there, I think we can all appreciate that. Um, witty, there's no place for wit in stories. From the moment I was old enough to record stories, I was led to believe that we shared everything, mm. that everything, our entire living history is on our bodies and on the wall, and now I find out. There, there is knowledge which is secret, which isn't shared? Well, I mean, secret is a little bit of a... I mean, yes, yes, you're right. Fundamentally, you're right. But there is the sense of we don't want people to be afraid. We don't want people running panicked and fearful out into the world. So there are just some things that, that don't change, you know, people's perceptions and day-to-day life, but they'd just be better off not knowing, you know. And I'm like, I'm gesturing towards the mouth of the cave. It's like, there are a lot of people who have no idea what's happening right now who are f- freaking out. Mm. I'm freaking out. I don't know enough. And here I am as a supposed storyteller. I'm, well, yeah. I, how... If there's something we know that can help these people, our people, we need to share it. I need to know. I mean, I suppose you've been sent for this exact reason to learn this this 
extra bit of information you think I might have. Which you apparently do have. I apparently do. Apparently have. do have. Maybe I don't. I do, though. I do. <laughs> <laughs> have you been drinking paint again? Just this black, black <laughs> drink I like very much. <laughs> He's got like a little mug. He's like interchangeably like dunking yeah, his, his lips, stick. Like... <laughs> sipping and painting at the same time. The way we see it is that it's not our job to do, it's our job to record. And when those whose job it is to use what we've recorded, publicly available or otherwise, come and ask for such information, then we give it then. Until then, we just record. I'm going to take like a deep breath and like, he's an elder, he raised you, he's, he knows so much. <laughs> um, please, Wild Eye, tell me. Okay. I need to know. Come with me. Okay. And he takes a torch, which is burning to generate some of the light in the, the chamber because it's quite dark in there. And he takes you deeper into the cave of stories, deeper into the warren. Um, and you snake deeper into the uh, cave, past caverns and paths you've walked hundreds of times before. But this time he reaches an archway, uh, very, very craggy, uh, very much less seemingly habitable than past uh, places, and says, through here. And you know this to be a place that you have always been told you can't go through, not because it's forbidden, but because you were told it was dangerous and that there would just be, uh, it's not really a walkable uh, encounterable place. And as you first enter through this area, it does seem that way. It's incredibly hard to navigate across these huge boulders and there's no gr- flat ground and path like there was before. And it takes you a good like five or ten minutes to get through this previously uh, where you would have given up long before because you assumed that the elders were right and that this was indeed nothing going nowhere and only leading to maybe death. But then it does kind of flatten out again. And then you find yourself in a smaller chamber that now looks a lot like the other chambers back that way, but completely dark, completely unilluminated, except for the, the fire that uh, Wild Eye has brought in. And there are drawings all over the wall of this place. Drawings you've never seen before in a style that don't look like the drawings elsewhere in the cave. Um, there's a big mural on one side which is the big thing that catches your eye as you go in, and as the flame flickers across it, this is what you stop and stare at. There is a a line running along the bottom of the mural, and many small identical figures of men and women and children are stood in this line. And then in the middle of them all, in the centre of the line, there's a much larger woman, and she stands with her arms outstretched either side. And in one hand she holds the sun, and in one hand she holds the moon. And over her head... There is a dome that comes from above her and down to shield all of the smaller people below. And above the dome, to the left, is a pattern made of yellows and reds. And it's a huge, hearty figure who's almost hard to discern in amongst these crazy spirals and patterns of red and yellow. Uh, And light and fire are bursting out from it in every direction, except where it hits the dome. And Wild Eye points at this figure and says, Zazaroon. And then on the other side of the dome... Uh, again, above the dome, but to the right this time, is a much clearer figure. And he has long, thin, wiry limbs, all drawn in the blackest of blacks. A terrifying sort of stick insect sort of presence. His body leaks and grows across his part of the mural, colliding with the flames of Zazaroon and the dome below. A sort of spidery, branching growth of a figure. Zanok, says Wildeye. It is said that the responsibility of day and night was handed to man because the gods were too consumed with fighting. 
Zazarun agreed because it seemed fair, and Zanok agreed because he felt he could manipulate man. The night and the day are two incredible forces, but we must have both of them. The energy of each must be balanced, and the role of she who controls night and day is a great one, requiring the most strength and incredible balance of will. There are legends, though, of when the balance is disturbed, when the power swings more one way than another, and this is when the half-shadows are said to appear, those who are infected with a darkness which exists because the balance is lost. I've never seen a half-shadow, but I've heard from those who have, long ago when Zanok disturbed the balance for his own gains before. My guess? He does it again now. And that is why the sun doesn't rise. I'm, I step towards the, the mural, and I'm focusing on this image of a woman holding the sun and the moon mm. in her hands. And I'm, I say, who, who is this? We don't know. We don't know her name. We know she exists. We know, we think we know that a long time ago she was chosen or she gave herself to this role and that day and night keep her alive, but all she does is balance them. I'm thinking, and I'm, yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm staring at this figure and I'm thinking, we found the piece of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm not. I'm, I'm distracted by the mural. Yes, yes, don't, don't, don't die, don't die. Does <laughs> a little fart. And I'm like, we found a piece of the sun, or what we thought was a piece of the sun, and the bear men from the broken ibex, yeah, frozen ibex, frozen ibex tribe. They said that they'd found a scone as well. And I'm, I'm looking at the. I'm like. He's just staring at you now. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 don't tell anyone. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> but, used to keeping secrets. But I'm like, but is it, could it actually be the sun? The sun and the moon? Have they actually fallen from the sky? I I mean, that seems, the, I mean, if you look outside now, the, the moon is still there. The, there is a, a dash of moonlight out there. I don't know of this stone you talk about. I don't know. And I don't know whether this woman truly holds the sun and the, the moon in her hands or whether she holds the control of the sun and the moon in her hands. That is to say, the ability to make the sun rise and then set. Yes, I have, I'm, I have no idea what to do. It's like we, we have... White Bird is apparently... She is a pain. <laughs> she is a massive pain. But she's apparently meant to be the light bringer. It's meant to like save us or something. And I don't know whether I'm meant to just record this story or play a part in it. I, I, I'm, I'm. You've stuck. been given the elder's mark, and then have now seen things that only a handful, if not fewer, of people in this tribe have seen. It seems to me you're inextricably connected to this story, and I think the elder gave you that mark and has sent you to me because she expects you to play a big part in this. Is there anything else you can... Is there anything else I'm missing? Anything else I need to know? He um, he looks at the mural and he looks back at you and then he puts his finger up to a, a point in the mural and where the dome is sort of over the top of the woman, you can see what looks like a broken peak in two shapes as though it's a mountain that's split in two. Interesting. 
Uh, I would like to just cast my eyes over the mural mm-hmm. one more time. And I'm thinking, is there anything about this figure with the the two, with the sun and the moon in her hands? Mm. Is there, is it a symbol I could recreate? Is it a, is there anything about it which would, is it iconic in any way that could be like carried with me? Um, it would be very easy for you to, to memorize it, copy it onto yourself, and, and look at it another time. If that's something you wanted to do, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I want to memorize it. I'm mm-hmm. just going to memorize that shape. Okay, and what I've seen. Okay. I'm just going to focus on that. Yeah. Okay, and I think, yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I steal myself because I think, okay, okay, we, I don't know, I still have no idea what we're doing or what we have to do, <laughs> but I can at least record it. <laughs> I can at least say, even if we fail. We'll have a record of how we failed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll keep that safe. And then we can go to Fang mm-hmm. and what you're up to. So you've headed mm. to your tent. Yeah, well, on my way back, I weave past the guy that makes all the weapons. Tooth and nail. Yes. Um, and is he there? Uh, yeah, he is. Yes. Yeah. He's, um, he's surprisingly quite upbeat still. Mm-hmm. But this, this is his natural way. Like, Hello there. Yeah, good to see you. This is a bit crazy and strange, isn't it? Looking out in the sky. It's a bit harder to do my work in this darkness. But um, how are you holding up? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you, dear. Well, that's good um, to hear. Not many people have said that when I <laughs> Oh, you know, little bit of darkness. He's not going to kill us, is well, it? it? I'm might. sure we'll be fine. <laughs> There's a real, very real chance it will, actually. Um, but, you know, I guess a bit of optimism is good as well. <laughs> um, I was wondering if I could bother you for a wooden club, please. A wooden club, you say? Mm. Yes, of course. Is, is, are you planning to go somewhere? or? Like... No, well, I just thought, you know, in the darkness, if anything were to creep into the camp, it's just good to have something on hand and if I had something like a spear or a knife I might end up accidentally stabbing one of the little children but I thought if it's a club Um. (laughs) if I give them a bop on the head by accident you know it would just be a funny story I mean the clubs are quite dangerous quite heavy like I'm an old lady now so you know there's only so much damage I can do with it yeah he sort of like he likes because he's quite old as well so he sort of (laughs) yes we are we are all decrepit things aren't we um Okay, yes, I think I've got I think I've got a club back here. And he goes rummaging into his tent, um, which is sort of like open, uh, where he works out the front of it, and there's just piles of like bits. So there's like bits of bone and bits of wood and bits of twiny sort of stuff to tie things together and stuff. And it roots around a bit and then uh hey, here we go, it's quite a good one. This hasn't got any this is quite freshly made actually. I think I only made this a week or so ago. So um yeah, here you go, here's a here's a club for you. Thank you very much. You'll help an old lady sleep well. Tonight. You're going to sleep on the club? Well, I'll just sort of hug it, I think. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, whatever gets you through the night. <laughs> long night, I suppose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a chap called Long Night, isn't there? There right is, here, yeah. Someone. Strange chap. Is he? Uh, <laughs> I thought, he, thought he was all right. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll keep an eye on that. <laughs> um, so you had a weapon before, didn't you? I had a spear and a knife. Oh, so now you've got a club as well. Whoa. Yeah. Arsenal here. Do I need to drop one of them? Or? Um... No, I don't think you need to drop one. I think you'll probably some. You can probably get another weapon after this point, but mm-hmm. like you're probably maxed out. Yeah, and you sure. can't wield them all at once, obviously. Yeah, of course. You can only wield one of them. One in your teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Triple wield. Okay, so you've got yourself cool. a club. 
And then, yeah, she's going to go back to her little workshoppy room. Mm. Why don't you describe that for us? I don't know if you have before, but... Yeah, I think I did before. It's quite a quite a small little space. Um, she sort of sleeps in amongst her own organised chaos. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's just jars and pots everywhere full of dried herbs or drying herbs hanging from the ceiling and um, just general little knickknacks as well that she's collected through the years. Um yeah, and I was going to ask you actually because I've got mm. you've given me a list of like potions. Yeah, so we should um, we should explain that if we haven't before that one of your abilities as a sorcerer mm. is that you uh, have the capability to create potions, mm-hmm. which is something specific to that role. Um, and there are a big list of different ones, and they confer some permanent, some temporary effects. Mm-hmm. And you have to make them, and they take different amounts of time. Yes. To make. Um, I also have magic of the rhino, which is to do with enchantments. Yes. Now, is that something else that I need to have a sheet so for? So enchantments are something that anyone can do, mm-hmm. and you guys might be interested to hear this. Um, it allows you to confer a strength, that is to say, like the strength that you added when you were creating your characters, to an inanimate object. And then you can wear that object. So let's say you did it to a pendant. Uh, you could then put that pendant on and you now gain that strength while the pendant is intact on your So person. if I put three three strength into a pendant? No, the strengths oh. are things like softness right. of the otter, oh, wisdom of the mammoth, those right. sorts okay. of strengths, right? So they, they literally confer a new talent or ability mm. to you uh, oh, or see. to anyone that you give that to. Right. Um, if you enchant a weapon, it increases its attack power. Okay. Cool. Um, and again, you would you would get to roll an additional dice when you do the enchanting, whereas everyone else would have to do it too. Right. Um, how long are we staying for? Uh, that's it's up like, to it's you. Not like the sun's going to rise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's completely up to you, and and, and how long? I I think probably um, you might want to rest before you go. Yeah, because we've been up all night, haven't we? Basically, if the sun had risen, it would be morning right yeah, now. Yeah, I so. think around the camp, a lot of people are sort of, if they can, sleeping. Mm. And so maybe you would probably be expecting before you headed out to, to, to maybe stay for five or six hours, get some sleep. Mm-hmm. And then if you are indeed deciding to head out, then you'd be feel, feeling a bit more refreshed. Because right now you're probably quite tired. Mm. Okay. Well, there were two potions that I was thinking of making. Okay. But added together, that's five hours of time. Okay, well, you also have to succeed in making them there's mm-hmm. a there's a difficulty threshold for each of them uh which you'd have to roll against to complete them sure so you can always uh like five hours i'll allow you to make two potions in that mm-hmm. time but if you fail at one of them then that one you won't be able to make yeah. you could try the other one sure. and hopefully succeed okay well, i'd like to long. start with potion of the stars please okay do you want to tell us what that is so now i think i'll see if i make it first okay and then fine. if i do i'll tell you so what's the detail for it uh, five. Five. Okay, and you get to roll with an additional dice because cool. of your magic of the rhinoceros. Oh, sorry, I've got some dice. Here. Well. I've got one. Okay, so, so you need to be five. Okay. Five or higher. Okay, Yay. you've done it. Wow. Did okay, it. Nice. Nice one. <laughs> Twelve. Okay. So what have you made? Or what potion will you of the make? stars. A person who drinks this potion becomes able to see in the dark as if in daylight until the next dawn. Until the next dawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Time's <laughs> Well, it says whoever the person who drinks this pot. I, I just wonder whether we could all have a bit of a sip. Yeah, like just do, does of, it get does it get consumed? Is it all? Yeah, you tell me. Um, Nick. Is it what enough for one is person? Good question. Does it not say? It says a person who drinks this. Hmm. I guess it, we, this is like a more generic kind. As the stone master, yeah. would you need to consume all of it to have its full effect? Do you think? What what uh, what, what does another potion say? Like, yeah, all potions behave the same way. Well, might... there's one here that says anyone who drinks this potion. 
But then this person says a person who drinks It doesn't seem likely to me that you would make a potion with only one serving. Mm. However, <laughs> I'm going to say there's two servings in it. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Fine. Uh, right. And then I'd like to try and make some moon oil as well. Please. Okay. And what's the DT for that? Uh, five. Oh, wow. Okay. Pick the easy potions. <laughs> And that is uh, 13. I was going to say all getting closer. No, no, no. So, Moon Oil, tell us all about Moon Oil. This takes three hours to make. When the oil is applied to a wooden object, it makes it almost indestructible until next dawn. Oh, my God. What have I done? A weapon entirely made of wood, hence the club. Oh, you had a plan, didn't you? Um, Treated with this oil becomes magical. It grants a plus two bonus for damage and its resistance is increased as for enchanted weapons. Preparing moon oil is part of the men's knowledge. Yeah, no, that's don't don't worry about that. So basically there are two sources of knowledge, Mm -hmm. but you as a sorcerer have received training from both men and women to learn the things you learn. So all it's doing is telling you what the origin of that knowledge Mm -hmm. is. Um, I think because... There's there's ramifications for that outside of what we're doing, mm. but yeah, 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 sure. Matter at all. So I think because um, it's three hours prep, I feel like half of that time is actually making the oil itself, and mm-hmm. then the other half is applying Treating. it to the club. Yeah, yeah, with a cloth, kind of buffing it in. Nice. And I feel like the, the grain. To come yeah, out. at the mm-hmm. end, it's almost yeah. got like a pearlescence to oh, it. Oh yes, yeah. So in the slight moonlight. It's just got this slight. Well, in the moonlight, it would almost that would be its. its yeah, uh, exactly. Design, it's moon oil. You do realize this this club's going to need a name. Oh yeah. <gasps> yes. Wow. Name your club. You don't Rooney. have to do it right now. Okay. <laughs> By the end of this Rooney. session, I demand a name. Okay, I'll yeah. get thinking. I'll get thinking. Okay, so please make a note that now has plus two. Is it damage that you said? Plus two bonus what? for damage. Cool. And it's okay. magical. Whatever that. Yeah. Means. So it magical. Says... No, it's unbreakable. Uh, invincible. Yeah. Right. So this means basically when you roll critical failure when you're attacking, your weapons can break especially mm-hmm. if they're made of wood, which is one of the weakest weapons. What's, that will now not happen to... Um, what is the damage of a club normally, please? Uh, is it cudgel, I should be calling it? Uh, I think club? club's on There's the There's war isn't? club. Maybe that's the one. As long as it's just made of wood, does it say what it's made of? Or uh, it doesn't actually say anywhere what it is or isn't made of. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, pick whichever one you think it would have been. I'm easy. I was imagining a cudgel. Probably cudgel. Like yeah, a short, yeah. thick Yeah, douche. Yeah, like a truncheon-y c- sort Classic caveman. Oh, a caveman. Kind of oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. So yeah. That's racist, actually. That's <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm, well, I did it. 1d6. 1d6. Uh, it yeah, has no range, so I assume it's close combat. Yeah. And it but has... I've got a plus two to it, haven't I? Well, no, the 1d6. Oh, sorry. You want oh, no, wait. Yeah, that's 1d6 damage, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but yeah, then yeah, I've yeah. applied a plus two bonus. So it's 1d6 plus two. Yeah. And it has greater resistance, which I guess means it's a tough as hell kind of... It's already tough, and now it's basically indestructible. Yeah. Wow. That's good to know. Yeah, you made some. I like the idea that Fang is just like basically draped in bandoliers of weaponry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to come out looking like Rambo. (laughs) Cave Rambo. (laughs) Cool. Right. Um, Okay. So that's basically what I've spent my whole time doing. Yes, it will take your time. She's going to have a nap as much as possible. Yeah. I I mean, there's no um, need for because your life is is pretty good, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Really resting, all that does is rejuvenate life points. So I'm not going to say that you need it. Regain any life. But I might say that if for whatever reason you don't get to rest again, you're going to be more tired down the line because you've spent all this time like (laughs) making stuff. Yeah, sure. No um, problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's also just going to stuff, refill her pockets with all the various herbs and bits that she's got. Sure. Just in preparation. Cool, so you can make your cataplasms. Yeah. So, so going forward, uh, will you be able to make potions providing yeah, you have time? Yeah, like what's the setup? Do I need. Um, to make potions, like all you need fire is time. Or... No, it's just okay. time. Just time. 
Um, things like cataplasms, which are like the healing thing mm-hmm. you need to have access to. So if you're in the desert, you won't be able to do it because there's no, except for the fact that you're carrying some now. You've said you're carrying yeah. some. Um, and then also the... So you need um, like water and a fire or something to make something like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, no, that's it. Like the potions, they don't list ingredients, which surprised me, but they don't mm. say it. So I guess you can make them anyway. Cool. It's just time. But, you know, time I guess is that's the deal. difficulty threshold, isn't it, really? Yeah, maybe you know, it's whether you're if finding... If the difficulty threshold is low, it's because it uses common yeah. ingredients. Exactly. So. Cool. So, um, so, I mean, whilst um, Fang was spending like five hours doing that yeah that's all the time basically <laughs> so yeah um I, I was chasing after long night and i'm guessing i that's didn't true. i'm well, guessing i didn't find him in the secret cave well no tell you what let's um uh, as as you run up yeah. this is as long night and uh, wild eye are approaching the entrance of the cave once more um and you and the rest of the tribe come into view and just before um white bird comes over uh wild eye puts his hand on your shoulder long night and he says um there is there is one thing I've heard, and that is that um, there's there's water in the spirit forest to the south of here, uh, a lake or a pool, something I don't know, but uh, it's it's said to cure half shadow darkness, and I I don't know if that's true. You know, I mean, it seems to me you you talked about a stone, which sounds a lot more effective, but maybe in, <laughs> maybe in some way that's connected to this. It's just a myth I've heard. It may be worth investigating. In the spirit forest, and as a just you scone master. Hello. Is that like a la- a bit of the landscape which we're all familiar with? Would you, yes, would it's you... far. So um, south of the tribe, and basically in line with the direction that you might be thinking of heading. That's my next question. <laughs> <laughs> there is a forest known as the spirit forest, which usually mm. you have no reason to enter. And is kind of like it's not told that you can't go in. It's not malevolent in any way, but it's maybe somewhat holy kind of, and mm. is therefore not generally entered into. Well, we did behead one of our ancestors earlier. But yeah, but then we hung his head on a tree, so that's wait, ancestor? Would it be ancestor or yeah. the other yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. yeah I always yeah. get confused. But yeah. it is ancestor. Yeah, yeah, yeah ancestor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm like, okay, I'm like, thank you, Wild Eye. Thank you. <laughs> Has he left a handprint on me, by the way? Oh, when yeah. He patted me on the yeah. 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 a big black handprint. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then he, <laughs> he's, like, he's like patting me down. He's like, it's like, you mean so much to me. He's like, on your face. Good boy. And then a little boop on your nose. And now you have a little black nose. He's like, <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, great. Another shower there. Yeah. And I just, I'm going to just leave him to it and walk towards the entrance where I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. And uh, at that point, um, White Bird is there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, cool, cool, cool. You're back. Yeah, um, great. Um, uh, come here for a sec, and I'm just going to kind of grab him by the slightly damp shoulder mm-hmm. <laughs> and like get ink on my fingers, and then like draw the picture of his of the mountain oh, like right. on his arm somewhere. It's like, look, we need to go here, right? Long Night has just resigned himself to the fact that a lot is happening beyond his control <laughs> right now. He's like, uh, I'm like, okay, I can I, I can draw that properly. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't you know? It's nice, good try though. You know. <laughs> Ooh, some lovely texture. Uh, <laughs> real definition on the peaks. Okay, now I'm just going to like clean my hand off on his face since it seems to already be covered. His, his face um, seems to be the yeah. clean face. Yeah, long eyes, long eyes, just letting it happen. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like great. It's wonderful. It's going to be yeah, a yeah, long yeah, night. Long nights, long nights. I'm like, okay, so. We need to go here. Like, or what, told me we need to go here. Oh, great. Well, I was just going to ask what 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 great truths and and assumptions did you just have shattered? But no, uh, that's <laughs> wonderful. So, okay, so we're going to a cracked mountain. Yeah. 
Cool. Probably full of half shadows. Uh, it seemed to be full of like glowy people when I was there, but sure, whatever. Yeah, so um, you may be some kind of prophesized saviour or something. I oh, okay. Like, I don't know, it's a bit cliched, if I'm honest. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, you of all people, but... I think we probably just don't need to worry about it. Okay. So, so you're saying we have to go to... Yeah, there's a cave under the mountain and the cave has badness in and we need to go and sort out the badness. And then there are people near the badness, bear people near the badness, and the bear people, there aren't many of them left, but so we should probably hurry up and try and get there to talk to them before they're dead because, I mean, if somebody else could do the talking for once, that would be really nice because, as you can tell, I'm pretty good at talking, but I don't like actually talking to people that much and it just gets a bit silly. But this, <laughs> uh, a long night just kind of scaring at you. So. Did Uruk say anything about the oh, fact he was not chatty actually I don't think he wanted to talk to me that much but he showed me the way the cave is can't imagine why no, it's, uh, and he kind of, I kind of flew which was really cool I didn't even know I could do that and then it was like all these people around and they were glowing when I was poking them and they weren't listening to me and they don't seem to have anybody <laughs> telling them what to do last, so we should probably get over that way the last two members of that tribe we encountered were physically consumed by darkness no we fixed them and then they went away into the happy places so they're, they're fine we don't need to worry about them anymore they're not a problem there is so. a whole tribe of them oh there's okay. only like ten <laughs> there is a spirit forest we should probably visit on the way there oh, that sounds cool okay great okay <laughs> enough that's fine that's wonderful <laughs> great let's yeah what time is it oh does it matter anymore I don't know <laughs> you what, don't know where's Fang you look at your sundial and you put it away <laughs> it's night time <laughs> I'm just looking at go. This is an expensive purchase. I, I put it away. <laughs> Where's Fang? Um, yeah, Fang, think... Fang will be in her tent at the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we you just guys. Walk up and there's just like snoring coming from. Yeah, Fang. she's <laughs> hugging. She's hugging the cudgel. <laughs> her lessened cudgel. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's still. I would say we're sort of like very early into that five hours that um, Fang has work to do in. So if there's anything else you guys want to do in that time to take you up to the point that Fang would be done, you are welcome to. Um, I would like to pop by tooth and nail. Sure. We don't have to make it a whole thing because I just want to pick up like two fairly simple weapons if that's okay. Yeah. Because I because I have like <laughs> just chucks them at you. Oh jeez, yeah, Lenoche transaction. Uh, Fang, Fang came by earlier. She said you were weird. Uh, <laughs> you weird. I just kind of stare at him. I'd like my weapons, please. You do have a black nose. <laughs> I'll give you a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> he just laughs. <laughs> my weapons, please. All right, what do you want? Uh, I would, because uh, my spear kind of got snapped in half. It did, didn't so it? So I've just done away with that now. Yeah. It was a waste didn't of time. you snap it in half? Uh, you tried to make nunchucks for the first time in history. Is this tooth and nail asking? <laughs> didn't you snap this in half? It looks like you did. <laughs> What are you uh, doing? It was like that when you gave it to me. Oh, okay, fair enough. I don't remember. <laughs> What's the warranty? <laughs> yeah, Boyd. Uh, I would, um, I would really like uh, a stone-tipped spear. Okay. I'm really digging the spear kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, I would like a uh, sling. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So but... I'm kind of like, I'm not going too crazy. Mm-hmm. Just a spear and something uh, kind of like long range. Great stuff as well. Yeah. He hands those to you. 
no problem at all. Thank you, thank you. Those are yours. I think in the meantime, I'm kind of poking around on his goods in the background, like I've probably followed Long Night. Yeah, um, he hasn't noticed that you're behind him yet. <laughs> oh, I'm on. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I would like a bolas. In fact, I think oh, I probably. Cool. To be honest, poke a bolas and get tied up in the bolas. And yes. then I'm just like, I probably better take this because it's like attached to me right now. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm sort of like... That's how I've, commerce works. Yeah. In I've this, managed uh... to tie my own arms together with a bolas. <laughs> so I probably just need to take this away. That's yours. Me. I can't be bothered to try and untangle you from that. So <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think ranged weaponry is probably a better bet for me. So I'm going to keep my dagger that I've got for like last yep. minute dangerous poking. Um, mm-hmm. But I think my bolas is probably a better option for me. Great stuff. Okay, now I would like to just ask a quick question about uh, these weapons mm-hmm. and such. The sling mm. is unusual because it actually says damage minus one as a special rule. Um, yeah, is it, isn't it might Let me have a quick look. Is it just because it's a piddly um, weapon? It's not mm. like the... Yes, I think that's it because basically when you roll for damage, you will roll... It's weird it doesn't say 1d6 minus 1, though. Oh, I think it's... No, no it's with, only if you don't with use simple sling stones. stones. Yeah. yeah, so you need sling stones, basically. Oh, and it does come with some. It doesn't say how many, though. Mm. Okay, well, I'm going to say... Um, yeah, how many could you carry in a pouch? Yeah. Okay, and then if I have to improvise after that, yeah. it'll be a, a exactly. grand... So anything that isn't sort of optimised, I guess, mm. for the sling. Thank you, thank you. No worries. Um, as a final thing, because I guess yeah. like, we do want to get a little bit of sleep. Yeah, yeah. Uh... And you say anyone can enchant. You can try things. Certainly try. Right, I'm going to give it a try. Cool. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna make some gesture about like getting some rest before we head off. Um, I'm gonna go <laughs> back to my little sleeping quarters, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna take a piece of like tanned leather, nice, okay. like a like a cloak, mm-hmm. and I would like to spend my sleeping time painting it. Nice. So I'm kind of like I'm I'm jamming the yeah. It's kind of like an enchantment kind of thing. Now I like this a lot because I want to. I'm into this. I want to enchant the cloak so that it's kind. By which I mean I'm just going to paint it mm-hmm. so that it's kind of camouflaged. Brilliant. Okay. So so an additional strength of. I guess weasel. it's I guess it's cunning of a weasel again, which yeah, I yeah. already have. Mm-hmm. So I'm not expecting it to stack, but I can imagine there might be scenarios in which. That might be useful, uh-huh. like having yeah. like a. Mm. Well, it's almost like it you can confer well, it. Yeah. That's what I'm exactly. thinking. Yeah, yeah. So how okay. do I? Uh, right. So do enchantment this. is interesting because you have to give up some of your life force to do this. Didn't know that. Only <laughs> temporarily. <laughs> Only temporarily. Can I just ask also about healing? Yeah. When I got kicked in the head by that dead lady like a day ago, <laughs> and I took my one damage. Oh, am, yeah. I, am I better now? Um, you have to sleep, don't you? Yeah, yeah. After ah, you sleep, you're, after you sleep, well, you're. I'm <laughs> trading that um, time. <laughs> let me just get back to this. Right. Okay. So. Kicked in the head by a dead lady. <laughs> <laughs> Doopy doo doo doo. Let's have a quick look. Right. Yes. So um, there is a difficulty threshold to attempt to enchant something, mm-hmm. um, and then if you succeed, then you have to roll a single d6 to see how much stamina points of energy that pulls from you to activate the enchantment. Oh God. <laughs> But equally, you still haven't slept yet, so you're going to heal some of this back. Okay, so cool. So doing it before sleep is a good idea. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, not to be too cheeky, Ooh. but if I'm trying to paint my cloak, do I get to throw in my art bonus? I'm going to say you do, actually, ah, because I'm really glad you said that, because I've been thinking about that art bonus, and I've been like, how does that gameplay-wise really benefit people? <laughs> well, well, I've got to say, like when I was painting 
the when we were painting like the uh, Tranks aid on Whitebird, like super. It, that's it, how you it totally, totally yeah. smashed. That it, is yeah. very true. Yes, you have used it, but I think this is a really good way of using it. So I'm okay, say cool. Definitely yes. So yes. do I just roll and see what happens? So three dice, and I will tell you if you're successful. Grant with your enchantment. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you the difficulty. No, 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 no. It's cool. Let's just go blind. Oh God. Uh, ten. You did it. Hey. By one. <laughs> oh my glove. Um. So. I want you to roll a single d6 now. Uh, let's Hello. go. I'll go for my special little one. Four. Ooh. Four. Okay, that's four life point damage. Okay, right. Now, if I remember. I'm down to right 19. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like 10 for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so. Uh, you have it successfully enchanted this uh, this cloak, and you spend I guess a couple of hours painting and, and designing this awesome looking. I know it looks awesome. Uh, Doing some real Jackson Pollock stuff uh, on yeah. this, yeah, just spattering all over. I'm just it. really like feeling it, you yeah, know? and literally blood and sweat because this is your life force you're putting into this is in there as well. Oh. It's disgusting. It smells vile, but it looks great. It's great. It looks so good. <laughs> Killer cloak. Um, Great. Okay. And uh, Whitebird, you've got your weapons, haven't you? I have, yes. So and I imagine I probably go and stand in the corner and try and practice with my bolus until I just fall asleep. Cool. Great. <laughs> so I probably, I probably fall asleep with it. Like Most people read till they fall asleep. <laughs> you bolus until you fall asleep. I probably fall asleep with it tied around some bit of my ankle. Like, yeah. Like. <laughs> I'd better just fall down now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, um, in which case, you will have a rest. And I'd like you all to roll a d6 to see how much uh, life points you Healing, this is exciting. I've actually lost nothing, so... Okay, well, then you don't need to worry about it. Uh, One. No, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) I can't go beyond my maximum, can I? Um, You cannot. No, that's correct. That's fine, then. The only way you can is a strength that increases your stamina, which, obviously, you do not have. Uh Right. And so with that, you wake up. It's still dark. It's weird. Uh... It's it's a bit disorienting actually. It's um it's not pleasant. It doesn't feel right. And I I'm sorry because I, I was I was a bit clueless earlier. I missed the fact that the moon is still in the sky. Yes, the moon is still up. Yeah, yes. so oh, no, like... I hadn't mentioned it. That's my fault actually. I wanted to make that clear that the moon is still up. Is the moon moving? Um, no. Is it casting enough light? It is. Yeah, okay, it's so cast, it's, it's like, like a, a regular night where yeah. we can still... Yeah, if anything, it's like the most night a night could be. Like, this is the most nighty night that there has been <laughs> of night. Mm. And as such, I associate... Oh, crikey. With, uh, <laughs> with me smashing the place with, uh, with a full moon. And bizarrely, easy to... Not easy to see, but easy to sort of like see each other and turn to head out mm. into the world. Enough to adventure. It's not pitch black. Have mm. the stars moved? Nothing's moved. It's like time. Uh, it's like frozen. day and night has stopped. Okay, yeah. interesting. Mm. Okay. Cool. Mm. Do we just happen to all wake up at the same time? Uh, I guess you went to sleep first. Hugging well, your club. I was doing stuff for five hours. That's know. true. I think Fang is still asleep. Okay. She needs waking. She's a deep sleeper. Uh-huh. Do you think? Uh, I probably just wake up upside down somewhere, like, covered in bolus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to disentangle myself a bit. I feel like long night didn't. Well, you only got one health back, so I don't think he slept especially. No, you slept real bad. Uh, so but that makes sense for long night. Actually, you've had a bit of a revelatory yeah. day. Yeah. So he's gonna like uh, stand up, walk to the mouth of the cave, and he's got his his new cloak on and his spear, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah. Destiny. I, I, I'll, I'll come out of. I, I probably fell asleep in the shaman's tent, and like one side of my hair is all sticking up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> By the way, uh, 
Did I get any extra mana for the tribe when I was praying earlier? You did not because that has to be your focus ah, on what right. you're doing. So, oh, well. But you don't have to do that at the totem. It just uh, it just adds to the number you get. You can do it anywhere. Good cool. try, so, though. Yeah. We, we still haven't used, ha- it, yet. We <laughs> haven't used <laughs> it our mana No, because yeah. you've all got such good strengths and good dice rolls. But yes, don't forget there are dice there to use. Only six, but there are some to use there to add to any roll you do for anything. Mm. So if you really want something to go well. Um, right. And also, yeah, any roll, there's a limit of four dice for a oh, roll. Okay. Yeah. I was just thinking, so. can we use all six <laughs> at once? So if you had a strength, so you were all three, yeah. and then you yeah. wanted to add another one. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go and like dunk my head in whatever <laughs> flowing stream of water we have nearby. There's that yeah. fountain-sized like, fountain yeah, water around. Yeah, yeah, around. Yeah, I'm just going to go and dunk yeah. my head in that. Must be some of this new kind of, uh, new kind of praying. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine... Uh, Bobbing for prayers. <laughs> I imagine like... Um, the camp is maybe like a little quieter now. Yeah. Like even if like time. that kind of frantic worrying has died down to just like quiet worrying or people have like tried to go to people sleep. People have actually stuff. managed to get to sleep. Yeah. 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 So like um, Long Night is going to move very quietly just down from the cave mm. through the through It's the that weird sort of, you know, when you're camping and you're the first to wake up mm-hmm. and you're walking through all the tents. It's that weird sort of quiet. Mm. And you know everyone's like right there between canvas and you. But the grass it's like that it's this weird sort of like it's the early morning but it's of course not like at this point it's probably afternoon now which is weird <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm just gonna make my way to the, the water pool and mm-hmm. just kind of like stand quietly okay. by the edge so you're with um whitebird yes yeah although my head's under the water and I, I, <laughs> I am wearing like my i'm, I'm stacking Super cunning cool. of a weasel I'm <laughs> really weasel. Yeah. yeah so she doesn't even hear you right. squared yeah <laughs> Okay, in that case, I'm going to, like, flick my head out of it and make sure I make a big, nice spray of cold water from my hair. Like L'Oreal style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which misses me entirely because yeah. I'm not where you thought I was. <laughs> oh! It's the power of a double weasel. Can I, can I roll to see if I manage to hit him with a face full yes, of cold you water? Yes, You may only roll two dice for this. Okay. I have no idea. I'll set the threshold. Seven. That's that was the threshold. Okay. <laughs> so you get a bit. A, a little bit of water hits you. Yeah. Morning. It isn't though. Yeah, it is ish. Kind of, it's close enough. But <laughs> we should um, go and kick Fang awake because she she doesn't tend to wake up that well. She's deaf. Has Fang surprised us by rolling out of bed during this time? No, she's no, no, okay, no okay. she's hugging the uh, the club. Uh, yeah, so I guess we we're gonna walk into Fang's like workshop. Mm. And I'm probably going to go, ooh, shiny, and like try and poke the club. And I'm like, yeah, no, no. She potentially pokes the club. <laughs> you wake up like knife Get her, don't touch my stuff. I think she senses you before she hears you, and she sort of goes, like and like swings the club, but she's half asleep, so it's not very strong. We're like, Rah! But it is enchanted. It so, is enchanted. So it hits a wall and just blows the wall. <laughs> Yeah, no, because you're in a tent. Your tent just collapses around you. <laughs> you just pick up a stick and it's back up again. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, have you named it yet? No, I forgot about that. Okay. <laughs> you fell asleep. You slept on it. Yeah, I've been asleep. Mm. Can't be thinking. Well, we've got to walk from your tent to the the entrance, the exit. Mm-hmm. That's Thank a bit you. of time. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of time. I feel like until I use it, I've got time to think about yeah. what I, okay. I'm going to call it. Okay, and that doesn't count when I went... Right. <laughs> no. It's a bit like home improvement. It's like, I can't imagine like Fang is going time in like prehistoric prison. <laughs> 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 like, you're like, <laughs> 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 very cautious sleeper. 
Yeah, you've, Absolutely. Been, you've been in the stone brig. Yeah. Reckon, yeah. It's a tough old bird. We should um, we should probably get going before everyone else wakes up because mm-hmm. they didn't yeah. want to see everyone going. And uh, to be honest, I don't like talking to them. They're all kind of needy at the moment. So we should leave. Okay. Oh, I have a little drink. And then she's going to have a sip of the um, the drink. What's that do again? The, the potion of see. the stars. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, anyone else? Now, there's only one other dose. Yeah. There is. Mm, I feel so like I, half of it. I actually have quite sensitive eyes because and you're able to do I'm shamanic al- yeah I'm sort of, I've, I'm, I'm an albino which we haven't really put into like gameplay yet no, but that would but actually idea, mean though. that my eyes are more sensitive mm. to the light anyway mm-hmm. yeah cool <laughs> so you've people. probably got something approaching dark vision yeah. but not quite um, Ali will definitely have mm. an advantage over you still yeah but. long night want to make it into a long day have you explained what this is? This no. <laughs> no, it's just cryptic. What colour is it? What does it look like? Um, I imagine that it is a sort of black oh goop, but it's got some sort of sparkle in it. And what's it in? Is it in a bowl? Um, your, yeah. Your hands? <laughs> just dripping through your fingers. You've just been sleeping with it in your hands. Yeah, it's in a bowl because she wasn't ever planning on taking it with her. No, you're taking it. Yeah, drink, drink it now. And, then and I, I look so. at it and I'm like, I, I've seen what happens to those who drink paint. I'm a little sceptical, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to need some convincing, basically. Yeah. This is, well, or explanation just, or whatever. Let's just say that the world would be more colourful. Uh, if you drink this potion, oh, for crying out loud! Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, just I, I just chug it, <laughs> like whatever it is. And it's really odd because Good. both of you are now suddenly able to see clearer, but it's still dark. It's really weird. Mm. Um, but it's almost like more like that sort of twilight light now. Um, it's not like there's a blue sky above you and there's a sun. Is it like night vision? Where it's like it's not green. No, but you can sort of you can tell it's dark, but you can still see things. I tell you what it's like. You know how when your eyes get really, really used to when it's really, really dark, it's still super grainy. Mm -hmm. It's like all the graininess is gone. Okay. So now it's like still dark, but super clear, Mm -hmm. and you can and you can see a bit further as well. Oh, Oh. it's quite stark. It Mm. happens almost immediately. Well, that's useful. Yeah, so it says see in the dark as if in daylight. So although it doesn't look like daylight, you we're still able see. to see as far yeah, and the details that we can yes, see. Yes, that's daylight. right. Cool. And as a result, you look up and now you can see the mountains in the distance, which actually you couldn't before. Mm. Um, and you can see that split peak on cool. the horizon. I imagine that my pupils just dilate hugely. Yeah. Like, almost like the iris uh, covers the whole... Oh, God. <laughs> like, oh. Oh. <laughs> bring it back, bring it back. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you listen to the floor or um, Great, okay. So yeah. now you're drugged up. Yeah. You're suited up. You have a big old club. And uh, you have a bit of the stone in your pocket. Yeah, cool. A bit of the sun, I mean, in your pocket. Um, what do you do now? Well, we're going to need food and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I say on our way out of the camp, we should probably walk by the stores and just like... Basically, tie as many string bags of stuff as we possibly can. Yeah, I'll us. say that um, that's a really good idea. There's some sort of dried, crusty meats and things like Ooh. that. And there's a few leftovers from the big party as well, because a lot of people have lost their appetites and have no reason to feast anymore. But it's mostly going to be like jerky and stuff. For sure. It, for yeah. sure, yeah. 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 Dried stuff, fermented stuff. Bit of berries. Maybe. And you'll have yeah. water skins as well with some... We'd yeah. like, but, but but all of this consists of basically a day and a bit's worth of rations. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of three meals. Do we have any sense of how long the journey to the Broken Mountain is? Um, you don't. You know it's far. You know that it'll take a day to get to the forest alone, and mm-hmm. that's this side of the river. 
that hasn't even crossed the whole valley yet. You need to cross the river and then cross the other side of the valley and then go up the mountains on the other side. So we're like at least three, four days to get there. Well, given that like we 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 can't, ca- we would probably wouldn't be able to carry all the food we would need. No, we'll have to like we'll just have to sort it out as we yeah. as we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, we we can't prepare anymore. Mm-hmm. Like we gotta. God, just go for it. Cool. Yeah. So warm cloaks, food. Yep. Let's get going. You've got what you need. Mm-hmm. So you head out. <clears throat> and you leave the perimeter of the tribe's camp and you pass a hunter, one of yours, wandering in the bizarre twilight. And he nods to you and you nod back and you continue your walk. The night feels strange. It's like your bodies know it should be day. Like it is day, but just a really dark day, like a stormy day. But then you have to keep telling yourself that, no, it's really like the moon is there. Like this is night. There's no birdsong, no wind. It's just the sound of your footsteps in the grass as you walk down the valley, uh, out onto the plains, uh, heading down south towards the middle of the valley. And after what feels like a day of hiking, and maybe in that time you've stopped, you've rested here and there, and you've eaten a little bit of, of your rations, I'll say you've had like one meal. In fact, actually, if you have had one meal, you get to roll a D3. Oh, so... And so for that, we'll just do a D6 and just... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, one and two is one. And... What's this for? So this is for uh, re- re- getting life points Oh, okay, back. I'm at yeah. four. Yeah. So, so you get another one. Oh, inching my way back up. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, like, conversation isn't coming especially quickly at this point. Like, mm. if we're walking through this weird, like, eerie. slightly eerie... Yeah. And I guess the, the animals yeah. have changed their behaviour Yeah, as, well. as I say, no birdsong. It's, it's, yeah. it's strangely quiet, even for night. Like, you've hunted at night before. You've been out at night before. Not often, but a bit. It's not like any night how, you've been out in. Sorry, just a question. Like, How wary would we normally... If this were daylight, mm. how wary should we be about you, like predators and stuff? Sort of like five out of ten wary. Like, <laughs> <laughs> would like recommend. Keeping a weather eye, but knowing... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> knowing that you're more likely to scare most things off um, than to be worried in the immediate giant lands. Mm. But you know that the instant you start getting into unknown territory, like the Spirit Forest and beyond you are going to need... You don't know what's out there. There could be any monsters or creatures or anything out there. Like That's where the legends begin. Whereas previously it was your hunting grounds. As we go, um, I think Fang would, especially in the familiar territory, look be looking for berries, herbs, okay. anything that she could add to their rations that might just be an extra little snack. Okay. Because yeah. so, cool. yeah. even if like... The veg- like if this goes on for a long time, vegetation is going to start dying. Yeah. Mm. But if it's short, yeah, it's still going to be good. Mm. Like for yeah, now, for isn't now. it? Yeah. Oh, for now, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I mean, you don't have to say if I find anything now, but it's just as they go, she would be looking out for is these sorts of things. Is there not a foraging role? I seem to remember we did that before. Yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah, I mean, you could you could go full forage if you want. Yeah. And uh, and try to do that if you'd like. That. And would... I think they'd be keen to make good you know, headway on the journey, but maybe um, after they've been going for like 12 hours, mm. she'd be like, right, I'm going to have okay. a look. I'm going to say uh, it's going to be difficult, mm-hmm. but I'm going to let you roll with an additional D6 because it, you've got this night vision. So you're, you're able to sort of see a bit clearer. It's uh, nine. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, These rolls. <laughs> it's It's not a good roll, actually. You don't, you don't really find anything at okay. all. You, you sort of, all of your instincts and all of your processes that you normally go about just sort of don't really warrant anything. They don't, don't give you anything. Mm. And, and you realise that, at least for now, um, you don't feel as confident searching for things okay. in this darkness. Could I do one more roll, please? Sure. Um, I'd like to roll for the emotions of animals. Okay, yeah. Um, and just sense what the birds, if there are birds, because they're not singing, she doesn't know for sure, but what are they 
you get to thinking. roll an additional dice for this, don't you, as well? So three. Yeah, okay. Uh, seven. Um, you, again, find, like, your your normal ability to commune and connect with the with environment and nature around you is 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 hampered mm. somehow, and you're not you're not getting the same uh, feedback that you'd normally get. And normally, being out in the giant lands is where you're almost assaulted without even trying to be with the emotions of the animals and mm. things around you. And now it's just like it's dead, like it's just, and you can't you can't discern anything at all. But you do know there are still animals around. They're not all dead. It's just like the emotional auras of them all are that much muted mm. now that you can hear nothing, feel nothing. Okay. It's interesting. We should maybe, assuming like you've shared that as much, yeah. we should maybe be careful. Like maybe, obviously, the night being this long is not normal. But there are bigger things at play here. Like we should maybe, we can't assume that anything we've taken for granted mm. will still be the case. Yeah. Our spirits and, you know, magics may may actually be dampened mm. to some extent. They may not work the way we hope they would. Yeah. Mm. yeah. White Bird isn't really doing anything special. This is not like her forte. You're um, just hiking. Probably humming a bit. Okay. Um, just like feeling rather upbeat. <laughs> Quite upbeat, optimistic. Really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you remember to bring the sunscone, by the way? Oh, yeah. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> I think. <laughs> <I think. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. All right, can I have another one, please? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, yeah, she's she's probably just kind of ambling along behind them behind okay. a long night and Fang, and maybe you know poking the odd thing with a stick or something. I don't Are know. you taking the lead, Fang? Would you say? Yeah, I think so because nature's kind of her bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and in her bag. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I guess. Would you want to be between? Because long night, you'd be able to see white bird. Because you can't think, see as well. I, I know. Yeah. Can see in a weird way, I think long nights, uh, despite his new night vision, I think mm. his his inclination is always to be at the back because mm. then you can see everything that's happening. Yeah. And better uh, yeah. record it. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. I think to be honest, like white bird is just sort of enjoying the novelty of not being in the camp, mm. not being like going off somewhere new and exciting because I've never been allowed to before. And yeah, it's just, like, true. Yeah. I'm just like poking every little rock and, <laughs> and branch and like. Like nudging trees as we go by to see if they do anything. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> pressing nature's bottom. Yeah. Long night is like in his like pessimism about the whole enterprise. Like he he is he's sketching a little bit on his chest, but he's not drawn much because there's really not much to say so far. It's just like a a line and like three solitary figures oh, kind nice. of standing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, not That's much. Cool. Okay. Well, after what feels like a day and is a day of hiking. Uh, you reach the perimeter of the spirit forest. Um, impossible giant trunks of fantastic trees curl and spiral around each other, covered in moss and vines. It's a forest the likes of which you have never seen and isn't like any other forest in the giant lands. The trees are oversized and strangely contorted around one another to form a very magical looking place. And it's dark, but um, an additional sort of light seems to come from within the forest. Like you'd expect going into a forest when it's dark, it would get even darker. And yet weirdly in this forest, it almost seems that it might get a little lighter when you go in. Um, There's those little motes of light floating through the air that you get in like fantasy forests. Um, Fireflies. Yeah. 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 That's what they are, isn't it? (laughs) They're still glowing. They still still seem to be. uh, Oh, they're loving it. It's just like. It's just night for them. Long, yeah. long, long time party time for them. Like, <laughs> and um, and also, but other than their light, you don't know if if the other light that you're seeing is actually light, but maybe some sort of magic in a way, some sort of mysterious presence. Um, but you can definitely see better at the edge of the forest. You can see within the forest almost as if some light is emanating from it. 
I want to go hug a tree. Yeah, what is our resident uh, <laughs> spirit magnet over here? <laughs> what vibes are you getting off this place? I want to go hug a tree and find out. Okay. You're going to go up to one of the perimeter trees yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. put your hand on it or literally hug it? I mean, these I think, are really I think I'll, start, I'll, I'll probably start by just putting my hand on it. Hugging it seems a little forward. We, our relationship has only just started when we mm. just met. You know, yeah, it's so, very yeah. true. It's very true. Um, yeah, you get, you get a, a very gentle vibe of... Uh, <laughs> It's kind of like you, in a way. Like, you're more optimistic than practically anyone else in the tribe and amongst you three. And it's kind of like the forest is the same. It's like a bastion of hope in a in an otherwise horribly dark environment. I definitely want to hug the tree now. Okay, you yeah. hug the tree. It smiles. <laughs> Indiscernibly smiles. <laughs> yeah, there's um, a I mutual guess, respect there. <laughs> I guess, I mean, I, I have obviously an ability to, I can choose to try and communicate with an animal. Is communicating with a tree an option? <laughs> um... Um, I don't... In your powers, it's listed as animals, spirits, Mm. and the dead. Um, I don't think... This um, this tree is neither animal, spirit, or the dead. Yeah, no, I think you get a sense (laughs) that you've got out of a tree what you're going to get out of it. Just (laughs) touching it. Like, this is is all it can give. But is is there any sense of any, for lack of a better word, intelligence within the forest? Is there anything like... I mean, I'm guessing I could try and talk to a, a resident spirit. There's likely to be something in charge around here that I could mm-hmm. try and speak to, but I don't know whether this tree would be a good conduit to it. Um, you could try. Yeah. You I'm, don't know. I could give it a go. I'm give it a give go, it a go. couldn't you? Give it a go. All right, so I'm going to go and try and do a, a, a trancy, trancy thing. Okay. Trancy things. Oh, dear. <laughs> that oh, is a that, seven. That's a seven. Okay. <laughs> um, you put your hand on the tree and your eyes roll back. And you enter into a trance. Um, but it's bad this time. Mm. Something's gone. Something's different. Um, it's weird. It's the, the the environment that you find yourself in, the visual drug-like haze, is um, something's crept in. Uh, something knows you just did that. Mm. Um, and you are only in it for a split second before you're pushed back out really, really abruptly. Mm. And... You before you can say anything, you know something's here. Mm. And the three of you are stood at the edge of the forest. And from within the forest, um, black smoke sort of swirls and then forms into a shape in front of you suddenly, really quickly, rapidly. Um, it's a bear man again, but it wasn't a second ago. It was fog a second ago. And now it's a man stood there, half now shrouded in the black, swirling, writhing blackness that you've seen before but never covered in the way it is now his head is completely consumed by it and as a result his head is now taller almost like a tree has grown out of his neck and it's branching at the top into weird sort of twisted broken branches it looks like what you saw on the mural Um, and within this black column that breaks into branches at the top are just two white glowing eyes and it stares at you 